and welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garrix. He's got the movie voice. <laughs> Let me do what I got to do, man. Coming to you from the New York Comedy Club with my good friend James Goff. James, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me, bro. I've been uh, part of the reason I was excited about starting a podcast was to have a reason to talk more to you. <laughs> You're going to have these people thinking I'm special. I'm you no, are I'm special. No you are special. You're, you're important to me. I appreciate that. Yeah, and you actually were a, a formative help uh, as I started planning the podcast in terms of like what to do and figure shit out. Yeah, so you got it together, man. You I'm, I'm it. getting it. Well, you know, we're getting there, dude. I'm, I'm happy to be um, a part of the, few, uh, the chosen few. Yeah, well, I, well, you know, it's we're doing one every day, Monday through Friday, so it's, it's a lot of people, but, oh, well. but know that you stand out in my heart. I appreciate that. And uh, my goal would be to have more episodes with you than with any other person. Well, check this out. It's, it's the little things. You know? <laughs> it's always the little things. That's, well, that's good because yeah, no, uh, no, all, no, all no. I've got is little things. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, James, uh, you know, you, uh, how long have you been doing stand up now? I'm um, going on 17 years. 17 now. years. Holy yeah. shit. That sounds old as fuck. Yeah. So, to put a number on it, when, when did you start? How old were you when you started? I was like in my mid twenties. Mid twenties. I'm not mistaken. I can't remember exactly what age, but I felt like I started late. Oh really? Because so I started when I was thirty-two. So I don't know. I I just thirty-two. Yeah. Jesus. You yeah. come a long way for starting at thirty-two. Yeah, not too bad, right? Yeah. Well, that's I was how I felt. Like I was like, you know, I felt like if I would have started when um people were really telling me I should do it, like high school. Yeah. I felt like I would have been a lot further, like a lot quicker. So what made you get to the point where you actually started doing it then if people were telling um, you? A close friend of mine talked me into it. He kind of pushed me into it. He was like, yo, I'm telling you, this is uh, this would be good for you. And I just, you know, I trusted his um, opinion so much. I was like, all right, let me at least try it before I knock it. Now, was he like a stand-up fan or did he, how did nah. Just, nah, just a guy who's like... Just, just one of my bros that's a hustler, and um, he saw something in me that um, he thought I should pursue. That's awesome. So what So what was your first step when you were like figuring out mid-20s? Did you find an open mic? What What, did, um, what was your first move there? First first thing I did, I did was um, I got the comedy the Bible to try to understand what made a joke a joke. There's a fucking no comedy Bible? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I find oh, the no. Bible itself to be funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's a book that most first-time comics usually get called uh, it's Judy Carter's, and it's called the Comedy Bible. Oh shit! And she basically like it was good for if you don't know what makes funny funny, or just trying to figure out how to write funny. It was good for that. Yeah. And then, you know, as you learn and you grow in the business, you go, oh, I, I can forget everything I learned in that bullshit and start here yeah so you know so you just started writing based but basically i i i read that book started trying to put material together then i called around did some internet searching try to find some open mics and just basically went at it yeah and how uh so how from when you started you know were you right off like oh this is what i gotta do or was there a point in time where you're like oh this is this is it this is what i'm gonna do as a career the minute i did it i was like oh yeah this is what i'm supposed to do yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was instant. It was instant. Like um, the minute I the minute I touched that stage and I, you know, I just felt that rush and and, and to to create something and, and have pe- strangers laugh at it. Yeah, it was a wrap after that. Oh, you had strangers laughing the first time. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. 
I sucked, but you know, on that night, I thought I was amazing. Yeah, the first time, you know. Didn't tell me nothing. I it's was got a. Pell <laughs> had nothing on me. The first time has to go well enough that it'll get you through yeah. like your second through fifth time. <laughs> not, not, not even necessary because I, I've, I've, I've had conversations with other comics and they say like, you know, oh, it was horrible. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. You know, my mother died and it was a car crash, and you know, six nuns were murdered <laughs> by. Some kind of sadist, like you know, they'll come up with this crazy, and be like, "But I, I still loved it." Yeah, even though they booed me off the stage that night. You gotta love it, right? You'd be crazy yeah. to do this if you didn't well, love you it. You are crazy. That's why you do it. <laughs> why else would we be out here seeking gotta, approval from strangers? I don't know, man. I guess they're the only people who who could really approve of me. Yeah, well, I feel like I got a better shot with strangers than with well, people sh- who know me. Well, we <laughs> shout out crazy thoughts in disguise and co- uh, in disguise of comedy. That's that's a good way of looking at it. You know what I mean? This is shit that's going conversations and thoughts we have in our head, and then we get on stage and we put it in a joke format, and we get them to laugh at it. And be like, yeah, <laughs> you guys are sick just like me. <laughs> You're disgusting. You all <laughs> yeah. disgust me. Uh, You're just like me. Uh, <laughs> thought you would be better. <laughs> so uh you know obviously you know over like a uh, a 17 year career you, you know you branch out you know you have a podcast like what other what other stuff have you done uh to kind of either supplement your you know improvement in performance or to supplement like kind of you know your career as a comic um just comedy just straight up just comedy just shows just shows just gigs just like, shows and podcasts the, nothing else no the, like the podcast is more is more just content for you know, people who follow me, um, along with um, my da- my um hashtag dad one on one skits that I do. So, you know, that's just content to you know show. It's a creative outlet slash content. Yeah. And then um. So do you feel that helps more in terms of kind of building and maintaining a fan base, or do you feel that also helps in terms of your you know stand up performance? Are there benefits um, to that stuff? Maintaining and growing a fan base. Yeah. Because, you know, I can't get out to certain, some places I might only ever come once. You know what I'm saying? If not ever. And if I if I have a fan out there, I want them some, I want something that's going to keep them, you keep know. Keep them entertained and hooked and coming back. In, my, my, in their mind or whatnot. So that when I do some, you know, however long it takes come around. Oh, I'm in your area. And they just, oh, my God, you got to see this guy. I've been following him on social uh, I saw him like on this TV show, like so. You know, that's that's the hopefully the impact that you want. If you win the people, the Senate will follow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so content development—that'd be yeah. I mean, that's why I'm doing this. You know, exactly. This is content. Gotta gotta put something out there, right? Yeah. And what better way than talking with people I like? Yeah, you know. Hopefully, you find some. You know, when we when we branch out with our creative um, expressions, we hope to find that we're passionate about whatever we pursue outside of what is our norm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I try to do. I don't try to um, force anything. I try to make sure that it's all organic. Yeah. Well, you're very organic. You're uh, very natural on stage. Like it just, you know, seems like that's where you belong. Like you just I work towards that. Yeah. How long did it take for you to, to feel that you actually had the ease with which you present yourself. Seventeen years. <laughs> but no, so literally. just just now, just, just it just happened. Just now. Just now. Was actually, it today actually, during this like, podcast? It was actually, you know, the minute you asked me that question, <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, I am dope." That's why I'm here. I'm here to you know to get people to that next level. You know That's what, what this podcast is all that. about. 
Oh, oh, you know what? I feel sorry you for did this that crowd. for me. They're about to have an experience. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go on a stage feeling way too good about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to bring us down to earth just the way I like it. Well, wait. Okay. So, uh, so let's let's get back down to earth. Um, I always like to to close with one inappropriate question. So, uh, tell me, uh, what, what what's been your worst stand up experience? <sighs> Jesus. Um. <laughs> You could just say it's like seeing somebody else. <laughs> no, it's a lot. That's why. This is 17 years of um, shit I wish I've never saw in my life again. Um, Anyone. It doesn't have to be the worst. Don't 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 let the perfect well, you, be the enemy of the good. Well, I'm saying you 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 were very specific about. I know. What you, want. you know what I? Uh, I'm trying to give you. What you I don't want to be. I don't want to make it too hard. Upset. No, now you know, you're making this whole experience longer. It's okay that if it's it longer. Hey, I, I'd spend all night with you if I could. <laughs> <laughs> you keep it up, your wife is going to get jealous. <laughs> That's the point. Um, so. I, I guess I would say my worst comedy experience had to be um, when I got talked into do, doing this biker gang show and it didn't go well. So, <laughs> Any specifics on that? Basically, I end up getting dragged across the floor while my cameraman is taping and going, oh shit, this is fucked up. Holy fuck. Yeah, do you have house. a tape of this son? Yeah, but I'm never showing it. Will you show it to me privately? Never. Never? Not even never, me? Never. I just brought your career to the next level I and you won't even share it. And that's even more. <laughs> I have to keep the kryptonite close. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that that sounds like a nightmare. We are going to get into this some more at another <laughs> time. But, uh, James, I want to thank you for being here. Uh, your dear bro. friend. It's always a pleasure. Uh, where uh, can people find you? Um. Online, www.jamesgoff.me, because that's the last thing about me. And if you're on any social media, social media, the letter C and James Goff, G-O-F-F. Well, James, thanks so much. Always a pleasure. Let's go kill it. Cheer. Peace. Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast, and thanks to our sponsors, Light Switch Advisors, your one-stop for on-demand digital marketing services, from boosting your Instagram followers to building a new website. Light Switch Advisors has you covered. They do our website. Let them do yours. Visit lightswitchadvisors.com slash hustle. And, of course, our footwear sponsor, Vans. Get your cool, casual footwear on the cheap with Vans. Match your own personal style. Customize. That's what I love to do. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you soon. Thank you.